What's up, guys? Welcome back to Coaches Don't Play. Today we are live on location in Edmonton. We have two other people here with us. My sister, one person. <laughs> but I, I only have two mics, so I can't pass you guys a mic. And then I have my cousin Ritu, who's here for med school. Congratulations, Ritu. You guys remember her from the BLM episode? Hello again. That is Ritu. And my sister Shani's here. She's a teacher. <laughs> She's like sitting on the opposite end of the room, so we don't have a mic. Yes, everybody. So Pammy has a sister. Pass it back to her. <laughs> Hi, I'm Shani. <laughs> Hi, I'm Shani. Wow, people get so awkward at the one. This is so weird. Like, there's a mic in your face. You're you guys, go to Chinese Indian Girl. Make sure you use the podcast discount. And let them know that you come from the podcast so they know that this is, you know, the support. Anyways, Chutney's Indian Girl, Canada's first fast casual Indian restaurant. You guys already know. They're the Chipotle of Indian food. They got something for everyone. Meat options, veggie, vegan, gluten-free options. You walk in, you order your burroti or your bowls, and you choose your toppings, proteins, sauces, and your chutneys. You check out their location in South Surrey at Grandview Central and follow them on Instagram at Chinese Indian Grill. Also, Chinese is growing and now franchising in the lower mainland. A franchise location is coming to Abbotsford in 2021 this year. Visit www.eatchutneys.com to learn more and find out how you can become a part of the Chinese team. And make sure you use a podcast discount, bro. Don't be scared for the savings. Thank you. So they're here while we're recording and yeah... Live on location, not really on location anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like those India, like you know, like those radio stations are like, "Hanji, I see live on location. Aj A plus furniture, sixty percent off sale." That's what I'm doing. <laughs> the news that I've been wanting to talk about. The news I've been wanting to talk about. Well, Green, did you hear? OnlyFans is banning sexually explicit oh content. Oh my God, Pam. What am I supposed to do now? <laughs> My career. Guess, guess you have to stick with med school. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're going to have to be a doctor now. Oh, no. <laughs> Literally, someone asked on the Q&A today, what's your biggest regret in life? And I was going to say not becoming a doctor. What? Yeah. I thought you were going to say not starting an OnlyFans account. No. While you could have profited Because you know why? It. Because you slum it for a few years. And it's hard and shit, but after when you're done, you're coasting through life, bro. It's our second date, and they're like, don't ever expect to feel relaxed ever again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but once you... No, I know people who, like, went to med school, did their residency, now work in, like, ER, but, like, two days a week. But th- those two days probably feel, like, four days, five Yeah, but days. it's like, yo, the day goes that fast. <laughs> yeah, but early in your career, when you're on call and stuff, 24-hour shifts, then... That's yeah. It's all good, man. We do that right now. For fucking what? Delay be jude. <laughs> Don't compare us. We're not saving lives ER or anything. Doctor. Where's the satisfaction? Where's the job satisfaction? Satisfaction. Um, anyways, okay, back to the OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. yeah, so they ex- uh, banned explicit sexual content. So no, like, porn allowed anymore. Which, Tim, so there's like a whole uproar now about how this is like not good for like sex workers like it's gonna put them in danger again and blah 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 i don't know what well, their argument somebody is. else just start another site and here's why i found out why okay this is why 
So payment providers like MasterCard and Visa mm-hmm. are saying that we're not going to accept accept only fans payments now because they have sexually explicit like porn on their oh. app so now only fans has no choice but to remove all sexually explicit content so that they can process other payments oh. and and then you wonder then i was like hmm what about pornhub because yeah, people pay- other websites accept payments this they mastercard and visa as of last year has not accepted payments from pornhub what so how do people pay on there wire transfer no if you go to pornhub's website and say how can i pay the only way you can pay is wire transfer so you have to be desperate as fuck (laughs) to watch a seven minute fucking porn video with sasha whatever the fuck i don't know i'm assuming this was a porn star named sasha or something (laughs) and you have to wire transfer money and like what wait for it to be processed yes because that's like a bank to bank yes, thing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, th- that's how hard they're making it. Where last year, MasterCard and Visa did this because there was a whole, all these like religious groups that were like lobbying and stuff and ma- created a huge uproar that MasterCard and Visa should not be accepting payments for this kind of like content. People oh, put their lives damn. at risk, people's lives are at risk and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And basically, the goals of these religious groups is to eradicate the porn in, like porn industry. Oh. Bro, porn been around before internet, okay? <laughs> so, I don't know internet. how you expect people to stop watching it. People watch it for free all the time. You're not going to eradicate porn by Visa and MasterCard. Like, look at yeah. Pornhub. It's still the biggest. And people are wire transferring. No <laughs> fucking problem. <laughs> what are your thoughts on OnlyFans uh, eradicating, uh, getting rid of sexually explicit content? They're worried about the lives of I don't understand who. What about the sex workers? <laughs> yeah. But I was just like, it, they're putting all this stuff in place, so they really give you a lot of chance to think about it. So if your man's is still on these sites <laughs> after all these steps, bro, he had time. He thought about it. He entered his email, his bank information, transfer. He set that shit up. So branch number, now you institution know. Now you know. number. It's, yeah, it's the. You have to fill out like a pad form. Pad. Pre authorized debit. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta do all that shit. <laughs> oh out, bro. A direct deposit. Dude, no, what about the people the that like are created whole careers off of this OnlyFans thing? And I actually was talking to this guy Cam who was telling me, um, he's like, this is why you have to own your audience because sites like this and apps like this can go down at any time. Mm-hmm. And once they go down, you lose your audience. So he's been telling me for a while now, he's like, you need a website where people sign up with their email. So if anything happens to Instagram or whatever, you have a way to connect to your people. But yeah, there goes my plans of starting an OnlyFans and, you know, having like sexually explicit content on OnlyFans because I know there's a huge demand for that. <laughs> Pam doesn't even post pictures on her own Instagram account. She wants to open OnlyFans. Yeah, because I'm saving it for OnlyFans. What the fuck do you think this is? Yeah, exclusive content. <laughs> yeah. You want to see a picture of my pimply ass face? <laughs> <laughs> Only on OnlyFans. Okay, so hold on. I uh, question. Yeah. What? Uh, you don't so have to put up your hand. <laughs> you can just ask the question. I'm in the presence of a teacher. <laughs> okay, so what about the people that were like just posting stuff about like their feet or their hands? Yeah, so. So are they still on there? Okay, so they, they said still in business? They, they will allow nudes. Thanks, Doc. They will allow nudes, but they can't be sexually explicit. 
No, these are these, there were no nudes. I'm yes, assuming those in people this. are fine. Okay, so the yeah. feet feet performers. Yeah, feet performers are fine. Okay. Yeah, those and the, you can still post nudes and pictures and stuff, but they can't be for sexual like sex initiated sex stuff. Oh, okay. I don't know, like a tasteful art art nude. Oh, nudie art. <laughs> nudie art. <laughs> you know what I mean, like. everyone's just saying okay well that's literally all of only fans so who the fuck's gonna be on only yeah like who else is even there there are non there are other creators who don't have sex stuff Hmm. just regular people who have just like regular content that people pay for yeah like i could start only fans and have exclusive podcast clips on there right people would pay for that okay right so there's not but but the app is gonna die now because majority of it is sex the, so the visa mastercard said that we're not going to support payments from only fans from only fans as long as you guys have this content so yeah. it's not like oh for that kind of content you can send a wire transfer but like you know for somebody who's like sharing their cooking yes. tricks so everyone on it would get gitchied oh okay yeah so in order to save the people who are not sex workers mm-hmm. they have to like you know clean up the app like that socks bro yeah but no one's gonna invest in your app now bro that's the yeah. problem i'm sure i'm sure pornhub would be making way more money if the mastercard and visa was accepting payment from them and then do you think they could take the f- performers from mm-hmm. only fans and just give them a section yeah. on their website like on pornhub most i'm assuming people who do actual oh you know <laughs> actual penal and the venal action are probably already <laughs> also on pornhub you know uploading their videos oh right because then the rest of it just falls into like whatever a camming that yeah you guys exactly told me which brings us to my next article here 48 <laughs> year old man manish singh goes to jail for buying hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of online porn using a virginia couple's investment money he and he's been sentenced to jail. Oh, what? He took $1.26 million from these people. Uh, $900,000 of that money was spent on tips to performers on live what, camming, like cam sites. Oh. <laughs> and he paid for his uh, mortgage and Lexus. <laughs> money only buys happiness if you're not this big of an idiot. Like, who spends that kind of money on that? Oh, seems like he was pretty happy spending it, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> short-lived though yeah anyways now he's in jail because of it but he's very much regretful and he's full of regret and humiliation well of course because then he got busted and he told these people basically that it was like a they invested in him to start a like um a design company because he has fabric connections in india wow no wonder i was like who was handing over that kind of money yeah us. I also have fabric connections in India if anyone wants to. <laughs> <laughs> fabric connections in India that fucked me over as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one piece only. <laughs> I do only have one of each piece. <laughs> only a seven meters fabric left. <laughs> Can I get this in other colors? No. One piece only. One piece only. One color only. One size only. <laughs> Yo, look at people out here doing this type of shit. How is it? Yeah. It's easy to make a million dollars if you really wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> make it then. <laughs> hey, no, I'm good person. 
Oh, okay. Let's talk about this. BC passport, vaccine passports. We have a doctor in the house here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. She's like, fuck this. I'm not talking about this. Oh my God. The liabilities. <laughs> the liabilities. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, I know majority of you guys are from BC. Alberta. We're like the polar opposites right here, okay? Yeah. Alberta lifted the mandatory quarantine on august 10th they were about to oh they did it no oh okay so we used to have to mandatory quarantine yep okay we was about to we was about to lift the mandatory quarantine requirement we were gonna be the only place on planet earth like how you have got to lose your (laughs) damn mind okay if you think that you're gonna fucking get away with this you're gonna be the only person place on earth that allows no quarantine that's bold as fuck Okay, now BC is doing vaccine passports. Did you read about this? I just read about it. Well, I didn't like read about it, but I know about it. Restaurants. Like any public. Sporting events. Yeah. Concerts. Anything. You have to prove that you were vaccinated. Even like patios or something. Yeah. Restaurants in. Bars. Like clubs, bars, everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. And of course, now everybody's running to the vaccine place. Well, I guess it's working. La dorti coming. La dorti (laughs) coming. god forbid you stay out of a club for (laughs) for a little while um yeah but anyway so this vaccine passport thing is going to be in effect until next year they're saying and there's no exemptions eh? if if you're you can't get a vaccine because of religious reasons it doesn't matter wait what really yep it says it says those rare people who have a medical reason why they can't be immunized they will not be able to attend those events during this period The same goes for people who refuse to get immunized because of a religious conviction. Though officials noted the passport system does not apply to worship services. So you can still go to like temples and churches and stuff like that. Yeah. But if you don't get the vaccine because of your religion, you can't go to a restaurant. From what I've heard, though, even people who are immunocompromised, like cancer patients and such, it might not be as effective for them, but they're still advised to get it. So... I don't know if there is a certain group. If you're allergic to an ingredient, that would suck. Like, you can't get the vaccine. That's, yeah. But for people who are choosing not to, then stay home. I think that's fair. Um, but even immunocompromised people, I think for the most part, they can still get it. It just might not be as effective. So it's good that everyone else around them will be vaccinated. It's also like restaurants provide reasonable accommodation. You can still order the food. You don't. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a privilege to go to a restaurant. It's not a right. Point. I don't know. Um, I retract that statement. I don't want hate mail. (laughs) Don't worry. Just your sister sister will get it. (laughs) No, but it's true. It is. It is a privilege to go to any of these places that that are on this list. Mm -hmm. I don't think people should be forced to get it, but they're making it damn fucking hard. (laughs) Yeah yeah i don't know like i'm fully vaccinated i don't give a fuck like i'm not a scientist i'm not a doctor i don't know how this shit works yeah (laughs) but i'm gonna trust the people who are like you know there's also a lot of people that are like oh i just want to wait and see how other people react to it but it's like over what period of time Time. and also another one of the big arguments for a lot of people who are not getting the vaccine is oh it's not fda approved but now it is yeah as of two days ago Pfizer, Pfizer, Pfizer is FDA approved now. No, but that's but that's what everyone was saying that it's only a like emergency. They haven't done the actual blah blah blah. The process is so long. The argument was like, 
it's not FDA approved. The FDA hasn't approved it, blah, blah, blah. But now it has been. So yeah. now, now what's your next excuse? I don't know, man. They're making it damn fucking hard for people. And now the, the Canada's not going to allow unvaccinated people to get on planes, domestic flights all over Canada. Okay, but this isn't the first time we've had like vaccine passports, like yellow fever, polio. Like the reason we don't have those kind of diseases anymore is because of vaccine passports. But I remember when they had vaccine passport for H1N1, they weren't checking at the airport true i went to india then yeah <laughs> i didn't get checked at all they weren't checking if you had a vaccine or not even though they said you can't travel there was a okay but that h1n1 didn't get as big as yeah this. so i'm saying like people yeah there's a huge difference between all these other ones and covid yeah i don't know we'll see what happens can i play this tiktok i thought it was really funny get vaccinated or not have you gotten oh I, re- I heard that yeah too. yeah i'm up for it too I'm, I'm like, you know, if they like they're trying to kill me, which doesn't that conspiracy. I love a conspiracy. doesn't make any sense. You don't think the anti-vax conspiracy lines up that they're that they're going to that they're secretly trying to kill each all of us for for population control? No, because what they would do would they would be killing all what they call the sheeple. So all the people who be like all the people that go, what are we supposed to do? OK, they're going to kill us. Right. And then just be left with all the Fonzies with their leather jackets. Who are too cool to listen to people? Like they, they got a nightmare. Who's going to dig their ditches for them? So yes. It just doesn't make... I mean, if you want to say that they're going to come up with something to thin the herd, I will go with that. But they would never do a pointed attack on people that are going to do whatever they say. Yes, yes. They're eliminating the wrong group if this is the plan. So maybe they vaxxed us sheeple so then they can have a second vaccine of uh, uh, COVID thing come out to kill all the cool people that hit a jukebox and it turns on. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I love comedy. Yeah. Because they flip shit on people's head like this (laughs) and they do it in such a funny way. Okay, should we talk about how brown guys have issues with girls drinking? Oh, hitting the heavy topics today. So all day, I've been talking, <laughs> since 10.55 a.m., I've been talking about pretty much like red flags yeah. and ignoring them. So Gravine's cousin was dating a guy, right? Or had went on a couple of dates with a guy. No, they, were, she, they were dating for like, I would say a few months or several months. What was the thing? Like, when did he tell her this? When in the very he, beginning. Okay, so in the very beginning... He had told her, like, I don't think I want my significant other to, like, drink. Yeah, he's like, I don't see myself with uh, somebody who drinks. So pretty much saying, like, I don't see my woman drinking. Yeah. Right? Or, like, drinking socially or whatever. Yeah. So Reed was asking if he drank. And, yeah, he did. She didn't tell you guys this, right? Not right away. We just, like, we asked her. We were like, oh, how's it going with this guy? And she's like, yeah, everything's going good. And we're like, oh, really? Like, that's awesome. Because she's like, she's always actively like on Bumble, like Mm -hmm. dating sites, like, you know, seeing people. She's out there. Yeah. But like, you know, there's always something that comes up. Yeah. There's always like humongous red flags. And she's very like, oh, red flag. No, bye. Or like the slightest, weirdest thing happens. Like she has some of like some really funny stories. Like one time, one guy's teeth are too yellow. Oh, my God. That's me. I have yellow teeth. <laughs> I 100% need the Crest whitening strips before I go start dating. Okay. They're not even yellow. They're pretty yellow. <laughs> they, they could go down a couple notches. That's not a red flag. That's just like slow it down, you know? 
That's a yellow light. That's a yellow card right there. (laughs) (laughs) No, like she was, there were red flags and then there were like these kind of things that she would come up with. Like, oh, this guy's teeth are too yellow or this. Wow. And that's like one of the things that I think actually to myself, I'm like, yo, I should definitely whiten my teeth before I like start talking to a guy. Yo, but guys don't think like us, like where we start nitpicking at these like ran like if we're a guy just- doesn't care if a girl has yellow teeth <laughs> have you met Gregor? <laughs> yeah have you-, <laughs> have you i've had a guy friend say that um he went on a date and her nails were messed up and it was like whoa she doesn't take care of her nails that was a turn off yo yo lady yo here thinking we have control <laughs> i filed my nails that day <laughs> And, ha- yeah. and met, met a man's the next day. Yeah. And the day after. currently done right now. And I fucking just peeled off mine. Yeah, I don't do mine anymore. Okay, I've been married for too okay, long. Okay, what, what, what have I learned from this conversation? I have to brush my teeth more and do my nails. <laughs> <laughs> I have to brush my teeth harder. Uh, that was just like one of the guys. Anyways, she was always just like canceling guys like this. So in this one, she ends up dating for a while and we're like, so like nothing's nothing's coming up. Like everything's good. She's like, well, there's like one thing that he said. And like, it was that it was that, oh, I, I don't see myself with somebody like I don't see my significant other as like a person who drinks. And we're like, me and my sisters like pounce on it. We're like, what did he say? Oh my God, he's trying to control you. He's trying to, blah, we just pop off, okay? <laughs> and then she's like, oh, I didn't think about it like that, blah, blah, blah. And then we're like, do not stop. Like, whatever you do, make sure you like hold your ground. Because we were like, oh, do you like order drinks at your dates and stuff? She's like, no, it just seems like he's like not 100% comfortable. We're like, what are you going to just try to keep him comfort- comfortable his whole life? Like... Anyways, so then she started ordering drinks and then blah, blah, blah. Long story short, they're not together anymore. <laughs> he wanted a sober lady. <laughs> sober lady. Here, okay, this is my opinion on this, okay? They're having, if anyone is like, I don't like this about you, change this about you. And that thing is not an issue. Like, it's not like a problem in your life. And they don't have a valid reason for you to stop doing something. Mm-hmm. Then don't change that about yourself. Like... And I know some people say, oh, everyone has issues or everyone has things that they need to talk through or work through. Something that's not like an issue for you doesn't need to be worked through with someone who is not a part of your life like that yet. Yeah. That's my opinion on that. I agree. Like if you're just a social drinker, right? And someone you're you meet a guy and he comes and he's like, I want a girl that's not a, a drinker at all. Okay, then go find that person. Yeah. If but it if, bothers you that if much. It, yeah. But it's like you as the girl right if it's not an issue for you you're not a fucking alcoholic yeah you don't have these issues you're not wild out of control or anything like that you're just a normal fucking person who like likes to have drinks mm-hmm. why would you change that about yourself yeah to appease one person i don't know but this whole like i don't know i think it's just when a brown guy asks <laughs> for a girl to not drink I think it triggers us in a lot of other ways because we're like, you're trying to control me. Yeah, I think it's just like kind of a reminder that we're not moving forward at all. It's like, how about we get to pick the parts of our culture that are sick? Let's keep them and leave all that toxic shit behind. But whenever someone in our generation is still clinging on to it, it's like, yeah, yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think that's a good point there. It triggers us because we're like, bruh, 
I thought we were over this. Yeah. And then you're like, bro, it's 2021. Someone says that to you. Then you're like, what the fuck? You can't enter a relationship with the expectation that the other person's going to change. You yeah. have to love someone that the way that they are. Yeah. Otherwise, then everyone's just going to be disappointed. Yeah. And I think, but I think, a, 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 you know what? That goes for a lot of girls too, though. A lot of girls go into relationships thinking like, oh, he'll change for me. I'm going to change him. Yeah. I have friends that have serious like marital problems because marital they're like, problems. what did I say? Marital <laughs> teacher over here. <laughs> they have serious martial arts problems. <laughs> I like I have friends who have serious issues in their marriages because mm-hmm. um, the girl had the expectation that he will stop drinking or he'll stop hanging out with certain friends mm. and then was pissed when it didn't happen. The which, worst is when their moms think I'll get him married and then he'll his wife will change him. Oh. oh can we fucking talk about this for a fucking second here how indian people think that getting someone married fixes the person's issues yeah including mental health <laughs> and not limited yeah. to we're <laughs> not limited to mental health problems yeah that is a big problem in our community well yeah it's like if you're rebellious you need to get married yeah if you're yeah. like out of line at all yeah. oh he goes out too much get him married yeah. oh he's he likes cocaine get him married yeah. it's just not your problem anymore yeah. you know how i did that interview with uh 5x hmm. and they were asking me like why do you think that we have this like obsession with like people need to get married or something or like why do you think that's like the or people like stay in these relationships because they want to there's like scared to be single or whatever do you think yeah. it's like a cultural thing I think a part of it is, a large part of it is, but I honestly think that it's across the board. It's not a, it's not South Asian culture specific. Scared of being single, but when it comes to like the getting married and be staying married, no matter how brutal the relationship is, is definitely something that's in our culture. Yeah, that's for, okay, that's for sure. But I was just talking about like being in, rushing into a relationship staying in in the relationship <laughs> yeah like like, lo- that's like a remember that what were you t- ritu was talking about it today like how like our parents generation they're like when we tell them like oh so and so is divorced or getting divorce. divorced divorce <laughs> and they're like le and like yeah they're so proud like oh look at me i'm still here it's like uh with like the shittiest life ever (laughs) (laughs) we don't need i think part of it is like the social cost of not of being divorced divorced. (laughs) (laughs) you have to say it like that of being divorced it's like not worth it because it's like okay if my home life is crap but i can go out and like live the life i want and like show people i'm happy and i don't have to act miserable if i'm divorced then it's worth it for them to stay so it is part of their happiness that i think they're considering still so many good points today yes no she's right yeah the social happiness is definitely all it is because like yeah i can see like okay if 
there's a couple people that I know in my parents' age group that shouldn't be together anymore. And, like, they're obviously not happy at home. And going through a divorce, like, for whatever reason, is obviously hard. Yeah. And then you you go outside, and then all these people are like, Yeah, so now she's, like, miserable at home. Yeah. And miserable on the social side. Yeah, so I can see that. Oh, my God. Such a good point. Wow. This is why she's in medical school. Yeah, this is why she's a doctor. (laughs) And we have hot dogs. (laughs) She's in med school, and we're doing this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) i think people like people always ask me too is like like how do you not let it get to you like that you're like single (laughs) 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 sorry. how do you not let it get to you like when like people are saying like oh you should get married or people in your family or you know extended family aunties and stuff say to you like how do i stop like caring about what like they say to me and this and that and i i didn't have like a clear answer until today until we were having this conversation today yeah and it's because i don't the reason i genuinely don't care is when the aunties and stuff say that kind of shit to me is because i don't use their measure of success as my measuring tape yeah like their measuring tape is like like that's what they're looking at right and that's not my measuring tape of success so i don't care what auntie has to say to me it doesn't affect me so look at someone that made a lot of poor decisions and after that person gets married, they'll, they'll be like, like, she's still good. Like, she went through all that. She didn't get to, like, whatever, pursue what she actually wanted to. But at least she's married. Like, she's still saved. And that's their. Yeah. That's like the thing. Like, that's what they're using as their measuring tape for success. Yeah. My measuring tape of success is completely different. So when auntie says to me, like, or whatever, yeah. I can literally laugh it off because I'm like, dude, that's not my. Yeah. I'm not looking at your being married as um, I'm that that's going to be success for me. Yeah. That is not. And what was the other thing that was mentioned earlier today that it, that's they're pushing that concept of like, oh, you need to be married in order to feel complete yeah. onto like our generation or people in our age group. But that's like the one thing that makes them the most miserable. Most of the women like that I know that are not married are in my mom's age range mm-hmm. are so much happier than the women that are married. Yeah. Like actually now that I think of it, every single one of them, <laughs> no, I'm actually thinking about it. Like that mind is blown. Every single one of them who's not married is much happier yeah. than the women that are married. It's reality. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we grew up seeing all these people who are miserable in their marriages. And then as soon as we're like in our 20s, it's like, why don't you get married? And it's like, wait a second. But <laughs> I suffer. You also suffer. Motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> are happy. So. <laughs> we're not happy. You can't be happy. Either, bitch. <laughs> but as somebody on that so- other side of where aunties want you to be, save yourselves the trouble. But Garbin, Hajavi, tu changi ragi. some of my family members will even be like oh well it was kind of scary when you got married so young yeah but yeah like Rita said that you got married so young because now they're like oh you have like cousins and stuff and like your friend some of your friends that aren't married yet you got married so early and i'm like what
That is a personal Wait, choice. Did you just do fart at home? Like, <laughs> no, I didn't. I Another one of our amazing sponsors, Fresh Canvas Spa and Laser Center. Fresh Canvas Spa and Laser Center, BC's best-reviewed medical spas for laser, hydrofacials, and more. They got locations in Surrey and Metrotown Burnaby. This month, they have promos on laser, face, and underarms for $75. All right, zap that shit off. They got Zoe Medical Facials for only $125. And RF skin tightening for just 140 Also, our friends at Fresh Canvas want to give you all 15% off their services, including their already $350 full body laser and 20% off their skincare. Shop online for brands like Zoe Skin Health, IS Clinical, and Eminence with code COACHES at checkout. Visit www.freshskinshop.com and they deliver anywhere in Canada. Go visit them, bro, and experience the difference with Fresh Canvas. They got you covered, bro. This is uh, immaculate, immaculate discounts. All right, let me tell you. Nowhere are you going to find these prices. All right, nowhere. People driving in from the States to get laser from this place okay that's how good they are i'm telling you thank you so much to them for supporting the pod thank you so much this chick has never farted a day in her life she's never farted a day in her life oh my god graveen's not even pregnant it's all just gas okay don't put choice guys don't worry oh my god oh my god all right guys we're gonna hop into the coaches huddle portion of the podcast this is where we answer your questions and react to your stories please don't take anything we say seriously we're just talking that shit we're not professionals if you need real help please reach out to a real professional i wonder if that's enough of an actual disclaimer (laughs) i'd hope so it's pretty like legally does that cover me (laughs) i don't know if anyone heard that whole segment about farting and still takes you seriously at a medical health professional they've got bigger problems (laughs) so we're gonna read these submissions you guys weigh in on your opinions as well and uh let's get on with it all right here we go hey coach i've been dating my boyfriend for about a year now and he's not really what my type was he's an amazing guy and his personality is what really made me fall for him he's just a little more shy and introverted than men i dated before before i met him i dated a few guys who were very very good looking and sexy and they knew it (laughs) i think my boyfriend is good looking and handsome but sometimes i look at him and i think he's a little ugly like like ugly in a cute way but just not sexy and i don't know if that's fucked up lol i still love him i just never thought about anyone i dated before is that bad he's so cute to me even when he's a little ugly but am i shallow 26 years old Bro, let me tell you something, okay? You're hashtag blessed out here with a little ugly guy. Okay? <laughs> Have you heard of that concept that guys are hot, 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 ugly, ugly, hot? Um, hot. So, okay, if you're hot, hot, then, like, 
you're um conventionally conventionally attractive. attractive and like you look good if you're hot ugly you're conventionally attractive but you're actually not attractive like channing tatum now versus channing tatum back in the day was hot hot like you should be attractive based on what's going on but the way your features work together you're kind of ugly yeah but ugly hot is you're not conventionally attractive but you're really cute and that's the best kind so girl count your blessings you got an ugly hot guy and then ugly ugly is unfortunate but like (laughs) (laughs) that's when you have a very good personality (laughs) (laughs) very unfortunate passes the mic back to me People always say, like, date a guy that's a little bit uglier than you because then you know, like, he's going to appreciate what he has with you. But she's, like, talking about her boyfriend like he's a Furby. Like, yeah. like I love him, but he's kind of ugly. That's so, like, I feel bad for this guy. No, it's fine. Don't worry. This girl is just very confused. Like, no, she's she fine. She literally was flip-flopping. She just has is saying that she's dated hotter guys which is fine that's an objective observation it's a fact in her case in her case whatever she did but clearly it didn't work out with those people exactly for a reason okay this guy has an amazing personality that's why you fell for him you're just now you're just thinking oh he's just a little bit well who cares okay (laughs) you you have girls out here that are dating assholes that are cheating on them and talking to them while they're married and we're gonna get to those submissions in a second (laughs) so just appreciate the fact that he's a little ugly and he probably will never cheat on you she thinks he's cute that's what matters that's all that matters that's all that matters why are you trying to date like a sexy sexy the amount of hot girls i've seen with ugly ass guys is astronomical but everyone has like their oh what is it beauty is in the eye of the beholder beholder, man (laughs) guys that are a little ugly could be cute ugly guys are cute yeah like a little ugly is cute it's not like, oh, he's so fucking ugly. Keeps him on their toes. I'm not even attracted. <laughs> like, that's different. She's yeah. like a little ugly, you know. Sometimes guys think, like, ugly girls are like, yeah, just she's a little ugly. It's cute. You know? <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> it just sounded like something guys would say. <laughs> it also just sounds like a confidence thing. She said all these other guys were hot and they knew it. Yeah. So, like, maybe spend some time working on his self-confidence. Oh, like, that's a good point. That's a good point. You know, I actually learned this a long time ago mm. one of my friends growing up her pua was like really young mm. and beautiful like mm-hmm. sh- to this day she married someone who like wasn't as like physically good looking as her mm-hmm. as like uh, if a desi person looked at them she'd be like oh, okay. mm-hmm. but then and my friend was like the type of girl who's like always just like very curious mm-hmm. always asked like any question that came to her mind mm-hmm. and she was pretty much like oh puji like why are you getting married to him like you're so much better looking mm-hmm. and i think i was like right there and i was like jaw to the ground like i can't believe you just said this and her like gave a really good response and Mm -hmm. i'm probably gonna like really butcher it but pretty much she was like like when if somebody's really good looking that doesn't mean that they're a really good person yeah and so you have to like look beyond that Mm -hmm. and just because somebody's not conventionally attractive that doesn't mean that they're not a nice person or like a good human or whatever whatever it takes to be a good partner but our culture is very focused on the looks nan yeah but you know what's really interesting my mom was telling me this back in the day when she was younger <clears throat> the features that families would look for in girls for their boys 
would be big skinny nose and thin thin lips that's what was considered attractive even now like you know how we all like get lip fillers and stuff our parents generation doesn't like that but even this like like, but now even like the beauty standards back in the day even like 20 years ago was not big lips like how they are now that's considered attractive now yeah big butts also is a recent thing too yeah right watch when that beauty standards away. are <laughs> beauty standards are changing all the time hi coach i've grown up dating white guys but i've always thought i'd end up with a punjabi guy due to, to the lack of punjabi guys in my area i got onto dilmil i connected with a number of guys but never really pro- it never really progressed from the online stage i made a few friends or blocked the red flag or got ghosted after about 12 months i gave up on the app and got onto bumble where i matched with a white guy we hit it off but in the back of my head i kept thinking this will just be a fling and that and that's that but it wasn't we've been dating for eight months now and i know he's the one about three months into our relationship okay everyone just keep note of the fact that she said i know he's the one okay and then she's still submitting about <laughs> three months into our relationship all my dilmo ghosts appeared back from the dead reaching out wanting to connect again one is particular one in particular is really persistent and he's the only one i could have seen something with there was no red flags until he ghosted me <laughs> so it was a bit of a shock <laughs> Is this a test from the universe? I know my boyfriend is the one, but I keep having this thought in the back of my head. Why did all of my ghosts come back in the same time frame? What are your thoughts? Why am I being haunted? LOL, this chick is 30. Oh my God. How do you know? You think he's the one yeah. at this yeah. stage if you're questioning that. But I think it's a test to see, I guess, if he is. Then if you're still thinking about other people or that something's not right, and you're not going to change this person. So find someone that fits your criteria or it's just not fair to him. Like if she's still has the app, they've been dating for eight months plus. So that's where the ghosts resurface on the app. I don't know if they resurface on the app or maybe like messaging off of like text or something like, hey, what's up? One of the really big problems with dating right now is that Mm. we're so used to apps. Like there's always going to be someone like better looking and smarter and funnier. So it's really hard for people to commit right now because of that. Yeah. So you. Yeah. So. It's probably just that you're feeling that like commitment issue. Dude, what are you doing? You're thinking, I know he's the one, but yet you're like, oh, this guy goes to me, but he's back in my DMs now. And the only red flag is that he ghosted you. Like, that's not a red flag. That's like a full ass tent. Like, what? why would you give this person a chance if you already have some? Give him a chance if you have nothing else fucking going on. Then give him a chance. It probably didn't work out with the person that he started talking to at the same time. Yeah. And now, he's and now he came back. back. He did. He benched her. And now he's back to fucking take a swing and she's out here fucking ready to throw the ball. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck you doing, bro? People are lost in the fucking sauce. I was dating a white guy for eight months and some random fudu who ghosted me got back into my DMs. I would be like, (laughs) block and move on with my fucking life. I would not be contemplating thinking about what do you mean? Why do you think you end up with a Punjabi guy too? Like, what do you, like, what's this obsession it's with? The expectations. I think uh, <laughs> every conversation of ours is going back to just these expectations that we have. You're setting your expectations, like, you with details. Mm-hmm. Like, they need to be like this, this, this. And it's like the chances of those expectations not being met yeah. are really high. And then you're just like, how are you going to, like, have this relationship with eight months where you know this guy? And he's showing you like he's a good guy. He respects you. And you're going to throw all that away because some ghost appeared back from the dead. 
I think it's like a lot of having to do with not wanting to face the challenges with being with someone outside of your culture. But if you're if you end up with a Punjabi guy, there's going to be a different set of challenges for any relationship. So just having those cultural challenges, I feel like that's not a valid reason to be like, this is the reason I'm going to end the relationship. If you go with someone that your family will approve of, that doesn't mean it's smooth sailing and not a single challenge will come up. So either way, you're going to have to fight for whatever you want. I will say, like, as a brown girl that mostly only dates white guys. Mm-hmm. Oh! <gasps> <Shani>! <laughs> <That's kidding. laughs> um, I'll say that one, the only reason I would consider dating a brown guy is because like they under there are certain cultural yeah. things that they understand better. And mm-hmm. there's things that if I didn't end up with a brown guy, I know I'd miss certain cultural things. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's you trying to preserve the culture. Shani's a gatekeeper of Punjabi culture. <laughs> but I literally I, the most whitewashed brown chick I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think that if you find the right person, it doesn't matter what culture they are, because there's yeah. so many white people that appreciate our culture so much more than yeah, like brown people. Look at do. all these white chicks that get married to brown guys doing the most for their mother-in-laws, making all of us look bad. <laughs> Have you met yeah. white girls that are married to brown guys? Yo, Some of them try so hard. I don't know what the, this girl is. Just, just continue dating the white guy, okay? What are you doing? <laughs> like, end of story. Next question. Hey, coach, could you read this on the podcast? Blah, blah, blah. I need some advice on this girl that I'm seeing. So, we met through a mutual friend, and I've been warned that she's very shy and introverted. I've been on six dates with her so far, and nothing has happened yet. No kiss, no hugs, besides the typical side hug. No hand-holding. I'm usually good at figuring out when to make a move, but she's legit giving me nothing to work with. No signals at all. I know for a fact that she's interested because she's uh, she's always texting, calling, and actively making an effort to meet up. And her mutual friend has confirmed her interest in me as well. This may not be a too big of a deal. What the fuck? <laughs> Why do I fuck up these submissions? This may not be a too big of deal for a lot of people. That's exactly what it's... <laughs> that's... Okay, but I'm just reading as exactly verbatim what they're saying i can't grammar correct while i'm reading <laughs> this may not be too big of a deal for a lot of people that's not what he wrote but that, I'll, whatever but since my love language is physical touch the situation is starting to bother me a little i haven't brought it up to her yet because i'm trying to respect her boundaries what do you think what do you think it's be- is the best course of action here i don't want to stop talking to her because we have a lot in common and i see potential for a relationship here thank you in advance he's 20 he's 23 she's 20 damn look at all these people being so aware of their love language listen you've been on six dates with this chick okay she's confirmed interest in you from this other person whatever she's not gonna shoot you in the head if you go to grab her hand okay (laughs) let's chill back on the me too a little bit and like fucking you are allowed to do that and if she like shakes off your hand or whatever then you know that maybe she's not into it she obviously is into you if she's around. You're not. She's not going to pull out an AK-47 and shoot you in the head if you try to grab her hand. Like, you can do that. You're allowed to do that. Yeah, and I think you can tell from someone's body language and stuff yeah. if they're comfortable. Or you can ask in a non-awkward way as yeah. well yeah. if they're comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And then it might just be like right now, immediately when she meets someone, she's not comfortable. But eventually, if you guys end up together, yeah. gets more comfortable and you can like communicate that your love language is physical affection or whatever don't you think it would be cute if he asked her like hey like do you mind if i hold your hand yeah i don't if if i was someone who like was very closed off just because i was shy which is what someone has told him 
and someone asked me i would think that's so cute yeah i would think so too i think also like if a guy asks like can i kiss you i would think that's really cute too yeah especially if you are like shy and introverted and stuff i think you could just ask her you don't like not every girl wants a like fucking aggressive guy who just like goes for it you know some (laughs) girls might (laughs) i also think like if he knows his love language then why not just be like hey have you heard of the love languages no that you don't need to be getting no fucking haven't even done more than a side hug and this chick's already taking love language quizzes well, no, because didn't Karen do that with Gurk? Oh. Was not their whole thing? But they probably at least held hands. Or, like, <laughs> let them get through the fucking hand-holding stage. You literally don't have to be taking tests and shit for this. If it was like, I had been on six dates with a guy, and he's like, so have you heard of love language? And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> fucking held my hand yet. <laughs> Chill the fuck out. Okay, so this goes, hey, coach. I probably know your answer, but I need to hear it from your mouth. Okay, you're about to hear it from my mouth, bitch. Um, I started speaking to a guy a couple of months ago, which was only supposed to be a NSA situation. And then it took me 15 seconds to realize what it was. No strings attached. Okay. Every time we would arrange to meet, he'd come up with an excuse. I got bored, so I stopped speaking to him. He messaged me two weeks ago saying... He wants to definitely meet to fuck, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. What's more et cetera than fuck? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like that's pretty much the end all be all. So. <laughs> so I said, I'll believe it when I see it. Oh, oh. I'll believe it when you're doing it. Bitch. <laughs> okay. I've always had this bad feeling about this guy and I was right. Me and my high level stalking skills found him on social media And through that, I found he's A, been with a woman since 2013, approximately. B, he got married two years ago. Funny thing is, when I started speaking to him, I said, I have this strange feeling you're married. And he always denied and created this elaborate story about how he's been hurt in the past and doesn't want marriage. Oh, my God. The fucking next time I hear any guy, I'm like, I'm hurt in the past. Get over your fucking trauma before you start talking to someone else. This is the type of guy that would put in his wire transfer information to get that subscription. To OnlyFans, 100%. This is that guy because he's been hurt in the past. Um, he played the sympathy card, but I'm a bit I'm a bit of a bitch and told him I don't care. And I just want someone to... Oh, damn. This chick's savage too. My question is, do I tell his wife? Question mark. If I do, the problem is our conversation has been on Snapchat. So previous conversations have gone and there was and there wasn't much that we used to talk about other than went to me to you know and in my opinion it is cheating oh, of course it is and i don't want him <laughs> he's married and wants to sleep with me and in my opinion that could be cheating <laughs> you heard this is the person who's been having a snapchat conversation this whole time yeah and was like hmm something's off here Something's I don't want him fishy. to think it's okay to do that to his wife. I'm pretty sure he knows it's not okay. That's <laughs> If he thought it was okay, he'd be like, hey, dear wife, I'm just going to head out of the house today and bang this girl today. <laughs> Hope you're okay with that. <laughs> like, obviously, he knows it's, you know, not okay. Yeah, otherwise it. he wouldn't be talking to you on Snapchat. Chat, yeah. Also, don't want the drama, all the fallout, because I mentally cannot cope with it right now. Okay, so then why would you even consider telling her? First of all, it's your word against his, okay? Because you don't have any fucking proof. So what do you think is going to happen? You think the wife is going to believe you? No, she's not. She's going to believe her husband over your ass. Okay. Yeah. Second of all, 
you didn't actually sleep with the guy so yeah okay mind your own fucking business you have a hundred other problems that you could probably deal with right now (laughs) this is not one of them that you need to be dealing with okay he's not your husband it's not your relationship move on your word against his why would you get involved in that that was my two fucking two cents you were the wife yeah and you had no reason to suspect that your husband cheated yeah but some chick reached out on instagram and was like hey sis you don't know me but mm. would you believe her like how would you approach that if you were the wife then i'd uh, like i said i'd like look into it myself yeah to be like okay is there any possible connection here mm-hmm. have these guys like have they ever crossed paths blah, 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 before i start saying fuck you to, to anyone I'm not giving advice on a case-per-case basis because I don't know these individual people. I'm giving advice based on what the general or what the majority does. Mm -hmm. And the majority of the time, when a girl warns another girl about something, the messenger always gets shot. Mm -hmm. It's always the fucking messenger that gets shot. Majority Mm -hmm. of the time. So just fuck... Unless you have solid proof and you're willing to deal with the fallback, then yeah, go ahead and take that on your fucking plate. Even sometimes with proof the messenger gets shot they can come with all the proof good intentions everything like that and then at the end of the day the people in the marriage or relationship stay together and that person's like cut out or whatever i know people that have cheated on their significant other someone has given them proof that that person has cheated and that person has been like fuck you you're trying to ruin my marriage (laughs) or my future marriage and they end up getting married to that person still most girls are like oh my relationship over everything my man's over everything (laughs) like i just this sounds like the most strings you could possibly have going into a situation you're tangling yourself up in the strings yeah. <laughs> you're definitely not about to have no strings buddy that's so, so crazy it's just like you get you just get lost you are just you're blindsided man rose-colored glasses are real hi pammy i just bought my first louis vuitton bag i worked so hard to buy this for myself five years in university and two years of working i got that bag my fiance strongly disagrees with this purchase. <laughs> I am afraid of co- combining finances when we get married. My mom's advice to me is to hide my money and my bags because I deserve it. I don't want to be hiding this. Do you, Gravine and Gurk, have any advice on money disagreements? My fiance is the saver. I'm the spender. As great of a balance this is, it causes many disagreements. Gravine, what's your opinion on this? <laughs> Green clearly hides her money in her bags. No, I don't. But you know me. I love my bags. Yeah. And hiding them is not a good option. And I'm not saying like I'm not speaking from experience on that because like what's the point of getting bags if you have to like hide them from the person that you live with? Hiding your money and hiding your bags. Okay, if you're going to do that, then you should not be married to that person. So Hiding it before you get married. Hiding it after you get married and you have a valid reason. No, but hiding before is like, okay, red flag. Hiding after is like, could be the cause of a lot more problems. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That just shouldn't be the case. If that's just, that's what you like you need to be you need to have a more like open discussion and that's mm-hmm. i think i would say what ended up how it because the same thing with me and tony mm-hmm. exactly he's like what the hell mm-hmm. like how is this leather chora mm-hmm. this much yeah. and like you know why like what no let's spend the money on something else yeah most guys probably don't they agree yeah, with like, or like the fact that their wives buy expensive bags 
Most guys. This isn't an average bag. She's been saving up for it for years. Yeah. I think he shouldn't have an opinion on this. She's been saving up for this bag. Yeah. She, didn't, she wasn't necessarily saving up for it. She worked hard, hard for it. Because she went through school. She's been working for a couple of years now. Now she feels like, you know, she's at a place where she can she can buy it. Which is like a totally normal feeling. That is totally normal. But the thing is, like, if you can't agree on this kind of stuff, it's just going to cause more problems. Mm-hmm. You're going to or- have... Or he's issues. just gonna have to accept that you're you're gonna buy expensive bags for yourself once in a while, yeah. and you'll just have to accept that he's probably not gonna agree with it, or that like he just needs to like come to terms with the fact that like this is what you like. Not agreeing with something is different. If he stops you, yeah. that's a different thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, so like like I can be with someone and not agree with them. Like I don't know buying three thousand dollar golf clubs yeah. but that's their thing and they work hard for their money whatever i don't have to like it but that doesn't mean i have the right to stop the person yeah okay if he stops you yeah from buying stuff or if he has such a huge problem that he's making you uncomfortable yeah about it then that's not cool i don't think he has to sit there and yeah i agree that you should no most guys can yeah, most guys probably will say, why the fuck would you spend $6,000 on the stupid ass leather bag? Yeah. That's, he's disagreeing with you buying it. That's fine. But if he stops you, he's like, Because there's can't. a lot of girls, that, like between me and my sisters, like one of my sisters is just like, I didn't even know there's a difference between Louis Vuitton and Christian Louis Vuitton. Yeah. I think there's a difference between a guy being like, I don't know why you would spend money on something like that. And then a guy being like, don't, you can't do that. Yeah. Or, like, you feeling uncomfortable after you get married. Yeah. And he's, like... Like, a little bit of discomfort, I think, is good. Because sometimes when one is one person is a spender and the other person is a saver, mm. it can... You know, the spender can get a little out of control. Yeah. Speaking from experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... And, and it's can. good to, like, you know, balance each other out a little bit. Okay, next question. I, rec- I just recently started dating this guy. He is almost perfect but the only problem that i've noticed so far is that he accidentally farts quite a bit without noticing (laughs) (laughs) what i literally after reading that sentence i (laughs) sat there and i thought about it i'm like would i be okay with dating a guy that accidentally farts without noticing like my friends will start calling him farty (laughs) i would be so embarrassed wait like he does this in front of other people too she goes i have never addressed this yet as i'm not even sure how to bring it up without making shit awkward anyways the reason that this might be a long-term problem is because i'm super sensitive to smells and sometimes i really feel ill (laughs) this has happened more than just a few times help thanks 31 and 32 years old what but like how does she know that it's like he's doing it he yeah he yeah he's just really flat he's not gonna say like every time like oh nope there there it goes again <laughs> like maybe he thinks you don't notice mm-hmm. so if you say what's that <laughs> like, oh shit she's catching on and then he'll try to figure out his digestive problems <laughs> And maybe there's a deeper issue there and he needs to see a GI specialist. <laughs> oh, yeah. Too much good advice on the pod today. Today has been very logical advice. I don't, I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, it's too... 
too much logic in this room. Well, Femi's advice would be you start farting and see how he feels. <laughs> Use my favorite quote. Use my favorite quote. Let's flip the script. <laughs> that is so funny. That's so true. That is what her suggestion. Flip the script. You let one rip. <laughs> I'll see how he feels about it. You become the party. <laughs> Why do when brown people talk about like farts and stuff, we just like lose our minds? (laughs) Especially she dies laughing. You say the word fart. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what it is about Indian people and like fart and stuff. We just love that. It's so funny. funny. She actually had like a really good suggestion because like, yeah, if your farts are just like slipping out and they're like you know stink sounds like might be like a problem yeah it goes your doctor maybe just be like hey do you (laughs) i don't even know how you'd um yeah sometimes like so and so gets so gassy do you ever get like that (laughs) (laughs) do you ever get (laughs) this one one time i was just feeling so gassy have you ever felt like this and just like yeah i saw a doctor and it really helped me (laughs) do you want me to book your appointment (laughs) I don't know. I like the idea about the GI whatever specialist, but maybe like just, yeah, start calling out the smells. You know, start calling out the smells and then go from there. Also, just flip the script. (laughs) I'm currently in a two and a half year relationship and I thought I had finally met the one. But a few weeks ago, I found out that he had been talking to other girls behind my back and also made out with one. Okay, so (laughs) he's cheating on you amazing i confronted him and he admitted to it all he told me that this only happened because he had a lot on his mind (laughs) well i'm so stressed out you guys this week i'm just gonna go cheat on my man i'm just so stressed um and and he felt pressured to take our relationship to the next step marriage he also said that since i told him that i don't want to live with his parents that it was making him question our relationship and that he used these girls to talk out his emotions and feelings. Oh my god. While I was talking, my lips landed on her lips. <laughs> and then they start to move. And I they were moving while I was talking, while they were on her lips. Prime example of gaslighting. Like making you feel like, oh, am I crazy? Like I'm questioning yeah. You're actually I'm stressed out because this relationship taking to the next step like the natural progression of things is just stressing me out also you told me that you don't want to live with my parents and it's just stressing me out so i needed to talk to these girls and make out with them (laughs) like listen to this fucking guy i don't even want to finish this submission because i want to slap this chick in the head for even because i know what's coming okay anyways everything everything else is great and he's the one he couldn't And he couldn't talk it out with me because I made it clear I didn't want to live with his parents. But after I caught him in the act, he was very apologetic. Oh, oh, amazing. And he said he realized he royally fucked up. And and he's happy that I found out because it forced him to talk about his feelings. Oh, my God. No. He realized that he fucked up when he got busted. Yeah. And he regrets not hiding it better. That's what happened here. I ended up giving him another chance, but my mind has not been the same since. I have been having weird dreams about a past fling and my mind has been all over the place. A few days ago, we got into an argument and I texted my old fling saying, what's up? My boyfriend saw the text and totally flipped out and called me a whore and a bitch. 
and said he is done with me. Wow, this is what I'm. What? This guy is the biggest idiot, and he, he, he literally made out with a chick. Okay, made out with a chick and said he needed to talk about his feelings. You text another guy, and this guy fucking calls you a whore. Wow, yeah. what is he? But this also, man, like, why are you guys doing this freaking... Oh, hold on. So then she goes, this man full-blown cheated on me and I forgave him, but he so easily told me to fuck off over a simple WhatsApp message. And the guy didn't respond, by the way. I'm 31 years old and divorced and he is 29 and also divorced. I love this guy so much and gave him all my energy and now I feel totally lost and have no idea what to do. My parents love him and my family adores him. Sorry for the long post. I think she's still with him. She's just like, I love this guy so much. I gave him all my energy. Now I totally feel lost and I have no idea what to do. She's in a limbo. Save the rest of your energy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I would do. Yeah, Save yourself you, another failed marriage. Like, bro, this is not going to fucking work out. This guy's not good for you. Pam, she's sick and tired of giving the same advice. She said she caught him and confronted him. And he, instead of validating your feelings or acknowledging that he made a mistake this guy proceeded to gaslight you and make you feel like you shouldn't even be questioning him and you're the reason that he had to go seek other people yeah. that makes no sense this is Open the, the dare the <laughs> fact how dare you how dare you tell me that you had to go seek other women because of me did i <laughs> fucking tell you to do that when i was like 16 17 and i was talking to a guy and he started talking to this other girl and then I asked him about it, and he was like, I was asking her if I can trust you. <laughs> oh, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> me, who has never had a boyfriend before, find out, and I don't talk to a single other guy, ask if you can trust me, man. Yeah. That makes so much sense. And then we dated for a long time. <laughs> there you go. She also wasted her energy, and you're about to fucking do the same thing right now, okay? Bro, count your blessings that you found this out before you got married again for the second time. Yeah. Okay. I'm so sick and tired of giving the same fucking advice. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not that big of a deal to be single. Yeah, you still love him. And yeah, cry about it for a week, a month, whatever. Do we need to do to fucking go through it? But don't, like, just put up with it. You can be in love with him. Do what you need to do. And I understand. Listen, you are with someone for so long. You give them so much time. And you They turn out to be not the person that you thought they were is fucking devastating i understand that yeah. i'm not saying you should be okay you know fuck this guy and girl power and blah, blah, blah. you should be partying the next day no go through it cry about it do whatever the fuck you need to do but don't put yourself through a situation that you don't need to be in all right guys thank you so much for tuning in hopefully you enjoyed this episode make sure you follow the official podcast instagram account at coach v podcast make sure you follow gravina inc by gb.ca and thank you to Shani and Ritu for joining us this week. Hopefully you guys enjoyed their input. And we'll catch you guys next week on Coaches Don't Play. Bye.